We really need a uh, we need a different intro for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Not right now. Who knows what I would come up with? <laughs> Welcome everyone to a new episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. And this week's new topic is our third episode of Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Alex, a.k.a. Daedalus. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Roldross. I am Preston, a.k.a. Sharut. Also, hashtag spiritual squad. There and I'm Jake, aka your all father. All right. So no, hold on. Oh, was, okay. What, Preston? Is that what's what is what's that? What do you? I don't know. Does anybody here read the uh, descriptions of the podcast every time we do it? Yes. Yeah. Do you? So you know what spiritual <laughs> squad is, then, huh? <laughs> no. Sometimes, man. Look, hey. Sometimes I'm on the go, and I just. I press the play button. Podcasts right. are not a visual medium, okay? Exactly. Yeah. No, I uh, I mentioned here and there, like, the first episode, I'm like, yeah, Spiritual Squad seems pretty fun because we're all, like, kind of religious kind of people, and Spiritual Squad could be our team name. And then the second one is like, well, no one brought up that I put that down there last time. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if they actually read the description and see if they mention it and, or know what I'm talking about when I say it next time. Well, shit. So anyway, welcome <laughs> to the latest episode of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, we, when we, I, I did not write a fun little intro recap this week. Um, I'll be honest, I was lazy, and no. we didn't do a whole. I mean, we we completed a part of our journey, but we were on we we were on our way to town. We were on our way to Fandolin. Um, and then Jake was going to tell us that we have now leveled up, and we were going to continue on from here. So Jake, I'll pass it over. Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do first, uh, I have a player's handbook, so we're going to go by class, which puts right. Christian first. Yay! Uh, go figure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you wouldn't be alive you know. for me. Anyway, alphabets and all that. So first thing we're gonna do, Christian, is uh, get you some more hit points. Hell yeah! Which I feel like everybody is excited to do. Yeah, I feel like it's a catch twenty two because we get more, but so do the enemies. So you know, <laughs> depends. All right, so Christian, because you're a cleric, uh, your hit dice is a D eight per cleric level. So you're going to roll a d8 for me. Got you. One second. You really want the rolls to be good on. on yeah, I know. And here's points. yeah, I know. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. Let me get this water bottle out of my way. Here we are. Okay. Get my character sheet up here. Okay. So. All right, here we go. 
D8 roll. That was a seven. Okay. So you're going to now, um, you're going to add seven plus your constitution modifier. Plus one, so eight. Okay, so that is, you add that to your existing Hell yeah. max HP. Boys up to 17. All right, next. Wait, what? Do I get a third? I don't, I, I'm just <laughs> looking at the book here. Do I get a third cantrip now? That I get to keep on me? Uh, you'll you'll get one more first level spell. Hell yeah! Okay. Nice. So I gotta pick that. Okay. And you can maybe maybe do that whenever I'm going through this with the other Got goddess because there's that. a couple other things sure. we can do. Good. Yeah. Um. So you are going to get what's called channel divinity and then a divine domain feature. So for channel divinity. Uh, at second level, you gain the ability to channel divine energy directly from your deity, using that energy to fuel magical effects. You start with two such effects, Turn Undead, and an effect determined by your domain. Some domains grant you additional effects as you advance in levels, as noted in the domain description. When you use your channel divinity, you choose which effect to create. You must then finish a short or long rest to use your channel divinity again. Some channel divinity effects require saving throws. When you use such an effect from this class, the DC equals your cleric spell save DC, which for you I think is wisdom, maybe. Um, so, for the turn undead one, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, um, censuring the undead. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails its saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions. For its action, it can only use the dash action to try and escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. So you can see how when fighting zombies or whatever, that the cleric really comes in handy there. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and then which domain did you choose? Hey, let me, so I chose, let me ask a I question chose... really quick here, just to uh, not get fucked by terminology later. To be clear, using that and that effect is on any undead specifically means like zombie-like undead, not just you know the living like Preston and I if we're too close. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be for specifically uh, for on any dead anything. Yes, okay. that's classified undead. You know, vampires, ghouls. Pretty hey, man, much you're you're God. I just dead. want I just want real rules because I don't want to get screwed by you if I have a terrible role like I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't affect you okay. guys. So I chose Helm 
as my deity. Uh, and what about your domain? Like, knowledge domain or life domain? I believe, from what I can see on the sheet, I did life domain. Okay. So, alright, so starting at second level, you can use your channel divinity to heal the badly injured. As hey. an action, you present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. Choose any creatures, that's multiple creatures, within 30 feet of you, and divide those hit points among them. This feature can restore a creature to no more than half of its hit point maximum, and you cannot use this feature on an undead or a construct. So, That's a good one. you know, five times your cleric level, you can split that up between Alex and Preston as long as they don't go over, you know, half right of their on. max HP. Right on. Okay. Very, very fucking helpful. Now, and so yeah. then, I guess for my own notes when I put in for the spells, so I just call that uh, the, the channel divinity. There's no specific like spell name. So, correct. Okay. So for the healing one, it's called Preserve Life. Okay. And if you want to just do, like, page 60, that way you can flip to that in the player's handbook and know exactly what's up. Yeah. I always put that next to my spells, so that way if I'm trying to get more information on my spells... I, oh, it's page 60. Go to that real quick. It makes it a lot easier to look things up. And then... Uh, oh, I see. Here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Challenge Preserve Life, and then there's the, the yep. ones that come next. Okay, sweet. Um, yes. And then... Okay, so every... that That's pretty much it for second level. Um, obviously, as you gain levels, more and more stuff becomes available. Yeah. So... Uh, alright. And then you said, so just so I can remember, you said that it's, uh... It needs a short rest after I use it once. Yes. Okay. And and that's like that's choosing either or the turn undead or the preserve life. Okay. Wait, do I get both? No. Okay. okay. I, I'm saying you only either get do one, of them one. Okay. Per cool. rest. Yep. Okay. On to our druid. Yep. Uh, Alright, Alex, so a druid is also has a 1d8 for their hit dice, so if you'll roll that. Can't wait <laughs> to get 1 HP. 4. Okay, plus your constitution modifier. Uh, one. Hey, 5 HP is 5 HP, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, it's not like a seven or anything, because heaven yeah. forbid, but, you know, five's fine. And then, let's see. <clears throat> so you will also get another first level spell, which, which you can choose okay. momentarily. But now you will get two things. 
a druid circle, and wild shape. So for wild shape, starting at second level, you can use your action to magically assume the shape of a beast that you have seen before. You can use this feature twice. You re regain expended uses when you finish a short or long rest. Your druid level determines the beast you can transform into, as shown in the beast shapes table. And for you, that's on page 66. At second level, for example, you can transform into any beast that has a challenge rating of one-fourth or lower, that doesn't have a flying or swimming speed. Uh, and their example is a wolf. Yeah, so second level says wolf, fourth crocodile, yeah. eighth giant eagle. Cool. Alright, so you can stay in a beast shape for a number of hours equal to half of your druid level rounded down. You then revert to your normal form unless you expend another use of this feature. You can revert to your normal form earlier by using a bonus action on your turn. You automatically revert if you fall unconscious, drop to zero hit points, or die. While you are transformed, the following rules apply. And I'll let you read all that because I don't want to bore the listeners too much. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's still pretty cool because if I remember right, you really wanted to do a wild shape when we were picking classes. Yeah, and it also says, like, while you're transformed by wild shape, you can use a bonus action to expend one spell slot to regain 1d8 health. So yeah. it's kind of a healing spell if I need it. Cool. All right. And then... Awesome. And so, a uh, quick question, because I've never used bonus actions before. Preston, I think, is the only one that has... Does your character have to have the ability to use a bonus action, or bonus actions always a thing that are available? They're not always available. Um, sometimes I'll just let you... Or sometimes if, uh, okay, you know, now, now that you have this wild shape and it says as a bonus action you can do this, you can do that only. Got it. Okay. So the next part is a druid circle. Ooh. At second level, you choose to identify with a circle of druids. The circle of the land or the circle of the moon. Uh, and we'll go through each of those here. Uh, so Circle of the Land is made up of mystics and sages who safeguard ancient knowledge and rites through a vast oral tradition. These druids meet within sacred circles of trees or standing stones to whisper primal secrets in druidic. The circle's wisest members preside as the chief priests of communities that hold on to the old faith and serve as advisors to the rulers of those folk. As a member of the circle, your magic is influenced by the land where you were initiated into the circle's mysterious rites. And then uh, if you choose the circle, at second level, you learn an additional druid cantrip of your choice. You also get what's called natural recovery, which means that you can regain some of your magical energy by sitting in meditation and communing with nature. During a short rest, you choose expended spell slots to recover. The spell slots can have a combined level that is equal to or less than half of your druid level. And none of the slots can be 6th level or higher. And then you can't use that feature again until you finish a long rest. So, that is pretty helpful stuff. Um, and then, if you do the Circle of the Moon... 
Druids of the Circle of the Moon are fierce guardians of the wilds. Their order gathers under the full moon to share news and trade warnings. They haunt the deepest parts of the wilderness, where they might go for weeks on end before crossing paths with another humanoid creature, let alone another druid. Changeable as the moon, a druid of this circle might prowl as a great cat one night, soar over the treetops as an eagle the next day, and crash through the undergrowth in bear form to drive off a trespassing monster. The wild is in the druid's blood. And the bonuses that come with the moon is combat wild shape. When you choose this circle at second level, you gain the ability to use wild shape on your turn as a bonus action rather than a normal action. Additionally, while you are transformed by wild shape, you can use a bonus action to expend one spell slot to regain 1d8 hit points per level of the spell slot expended. Um, yeah. And then because of this circle, um, they grant you the ability to transform into more dangerous animal forms. So starting at second level, you can use your wild shape to transform into a beast with a challenge rating as high as one. Um, so yeah, there you go. So do I have wild shape and choosing the moon would give me combat wild shape that would allow me to choose slightly yes. deadlier? Okay. Okay. So it's basically, do you want a deadlier, deadlier beast to transform into, or do you want an additional cantrip at this point in time? Yeah, I think I think what makes most sense for me, Daedalus, um, and, and my history of the character, I think I would probably lean more to Circle of the Land than Circle of the Moon, and then within that, I assume I probably have to choose which one of the land. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll you'll choose okay. that once we hit third level, because that that's when any of those come oh, into cool. effect. Then yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go circle of the land okay. on this. Excellent stuff. And now we move on to our monk. Hey and wouldn't you know it, Preston? It is also a D eight. Get so much shit still. By the way, everyone sees this. Found him. We're good to go. So D8. Very appreciate it. Seven. Okay, plus your con modifier. Con mod is plus one, so be eight all together. Okay, very nice. Brings me up to seventeen. All right, so Preston, you get a plus two to your proficiency bonus, which I think it was already. Yes, it is already. <laughs> that stays the same. Uh, but now you get key and unarmored yes. movement. So for unarmored defense, um, while you're wearing no armor movement and eight. no shield, your AC equals 10, plus your dex modifier, plus your wisdom modifier. Uh, I had un unarmored defense beginning at first level, didn't I? Probably. Yes. It's just uh, 
Oh no, you, it's unarmored movement. I'm yes, sorry. You already right. had defense. Now it's Correct. movement, which means uh, whenever you're not doing that, you get plus um, ten, ten feet. Ten feet mm-hmm. to your movement. So just I get ten mm-hmm. feet more movement. And here's a here's a fun fact. <laughs> whenever he gets to ninth level, that. Uh, <laughs> He can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids without falling through or off. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is fine. Yep, makes <clears> sense. Pretty cool. Flies, so that doesn't really matter too too much, but yeah. Well, yeah, I know. But still, very cool. But for these these people landlocked, it's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now. Starting at second level, your training allows you to harness the mystic energy of key. Your access to this energy is represented by a number of key points. Your monk level determines the number of points you have, as shown in the key points column of the monk table. You can spend these points to fuel various key features. You start knowing three feet, three such features. Flurry of blows, patient defense, and step of the wind. You learn more key features as you gain levels in this class. When you spend a key point, it is unavailable until you finish a short or long rest, at the end of which you draw all of your expended key back into yourself. You must spend at least 30 minutes of the rest meditating to regain your key points. Some of your key features require your target to make a saving throw to resist the feature's effects, and the saving throw DC is uh, 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Um, So just so everyone else knows, Flurry of Blows is probably what he'll use more often than not, which means he can use a key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action on top of his regular attack. So that's pretty neat. Um, otherwise, you've got patient defense, which allows you to take a dodge accent action as a bonus action. And then step of the wind, you can disengage or dash as a bonus action, and your jump distance is doubled for the turn. So. All right. There we go. Christian and Alex, did you guys happen to look at spells and choose one? I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking right now. He's had longer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, just immediate trying to go. Look, it's not my fault that you roll the I'm low saying, health. All I'm saying is you okay? go first. Don't be mad at me. No, I'm just saying you go first. That's all that um, was. Yeah. So I have been looking. So I, I just a couple clarifying things first. So I have a new first level spell, right? That's yeah. Okay, sweet. So I just wanted to make sure I was looking. Uh, at the right thing, and then I just for clarification again, the 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 zero level or anything like the the cantrips that I have, uh, those I can use anytime. Like there's no yep. so like that's why I was able to use like sacred flame over and over again. But yep. cure wounds like when I use that, I only get two uses. Right, basically. Yeah. So the the first level spells, it doesn't matter which ones you use. You only have that many. Okay. So, so if I use key, so now if I use it three times, then I'm like I could use one spell three times or each one of those once. Yes. Yes. 
perfect. Okay, so here's... Oh, here's where I'm at. Just so that all the listeners can follow around with me here. Is... I'm, I'm trying to look... So... We were... I'm thinking about going with a shield spell. Mostly because... Like, my first thing was, like, oh, maybe I'll just level up, like, I'll get a new heal, like, a big, a better healing spell, right? Like, a healing word seems like it might be a little bit better than Cure Wounds, so I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just go with that. Um, but then I started looking at, like, I was like, well, for utility's sake, I was like, maybe I get Purify Food and Drink just on the off chance that we're out and about again. And we might need something like that. So I'm like, do I go pure utility or a shield spell? I was thinking about potentially doing shield of faith. Mostly because, you know, there was a couple times where the rest of the, the rest of the party here, we were like getting smacked up and pretty low on health and had no healing items. Now we have a couple. But so I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Shield of Faith, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get a defensive, a defensive spell going. You know, it it could come in handy when, say, another member of the party throws a friendly person off of a cliff, or lets <laughs> yeah, some but, other yeah, like, goblin throw them <laughs> off of a cliff. That's sort of what I'm thinking. <laughs> Can I just say, in both instances where there could have been injury to a friendly, we have come out on top. We sure so, have. <laughs> exactly. So you're welcome for making us look cool. Look, what what kind of god would I be if I didn't bring up your misfortunes from the last session? I I just couldn't believe you dropped the dude. <laughs> I can't believe the goblin was bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I thought maybe we wanted to negotiate. Going back and listening just, to look, it. I thought, we, I thought we were out here to talk, not here to just, like, throw people Going off Going back of and ledges. listening to it, it's hilarious, because... Jake is doing the voice, obviously, but he just goes, okay, and then, and, then, and then he cuts to his normal thing of, he's like, and so he drops him. It's like, holy shit. Dude, on, on my, any time I listen to these after they're done, I'm always still laughing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Okay. We got a shout out on our quality of episodes for this D&D from a uh, buddy of mine yesterday. He said he was listening nice. to the latest one and he's just laughing along. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So Christian has his Alex. Any any thoughts? Do we should we move along or? Yeah, I just no, I just had a question. So do I only get a cantrip at this level or do I get a spell and a cantrip? Uh, you get an additional first level spell. I think the cantrip stays the same. But if you look, I thought I oh, I thought choosing the circle got an additional cantrip, but I didn't know if that was that right. Like if that's all that I got. Um. Okay, so before choosing the circle, you get an additional first level spell for sure. 
And okay. then the circle. Yeah, an additional druid cantrip of your choice. Okay, so you get yeah. one of each. Um, and you said spell is first level, yes. yes? So then I have a question on which is better here, because we're going we're gonna to make up for <sighs> some past mistakes. The answer is good, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> is good, Barry, better than Healing Word? Uh, not necessarily. It's just... So... Let me. I'll tell the. I'll tell the guys and see what they think. So, good berry essentially is I can conjure ten berries in my hand, and use one action to eat one of them, gaining one HP. So I could use like ten actions in a row and get up to ten health. Um, or to time. give health. Now, yeah. Or give health. Yes. Now, healing word. Um, a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Uh, regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. This spell has no effect on the undead or constructs. And this is a higher levels. The spell using spell slot and the second level or higher, the healing increases by 1d4 each slot above the first. I would think that Healing Word gives you more health in the moment than Goodberry. It yeah. does. Like, Goodberry will give more in the long run. It's just people have to use an action. If you spent 10 turns yeah. on it. Okay. Um, well, what do you guys think? I think Healing Word would be better in the moment for a fight. It's a I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, right? I, I would I would say that as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then we're going to go Healing Word on that one then. I just, I love that after one round of, like, serious combat, we're like, you know, maybe, maybe some more healing stuff. I know. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> maybe Look, shouldn't be the only one. <laughs> but, dude, I've, I've played um, parties, though, okay. where, like, three of the five people choose a rogue, and one person's a fighter, and nobody chooses cleric. Like, how, how do you think that goes? Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I, remember, I still remember the first episode when I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do cleric, and Jake, you were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, as far as my cantrip goes, I'm debating between possibly resistance uh, resistance is not like a a buff to health or anything, but essentially it gives an extra d4 roll to a saving throw. So it, what if somebody's down and they're making a saving throw, then it adds my d4 roll to that? Yeah. Okay. So that would be helping people that have dropped to their knees, right? Like they're, they're almost out of the fight. Um, the other option really would be like i was just trying to look at it poison spray and i think i was just gonna double check that's an offensive spell um if i can spell poison spray hmm will i don't often use cantrips in the offense so at least so far so let's go with resistance just in case okay Either would have been fine. Poison spray is definitely pretty dope. And Jacob, <clears throat> I wanted to check one thing really quick. I wrote yeah. this down because uh, I was reading it as I was looking at spells. So I saw that because I chose life domain and then I went up, now I have a proficiency with heavy armor. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted yeah. to confirm. 
sweet. Save Christian up your pennies. With his, like turn undead for a few seconds is literally just stepping closer and closer to his final fantasy. Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> I I I have the uh, I have preserved life because I chose life domain. But yeah, you, you can definitely. But I am going to be stacking myself save, up with heavy armor your money when we, uh, when to, we go uh, shopping. Buy some plate. <laughs> yep. Okay. Are we all set? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's not all jump yeah. in there at once. So, as I said last time, we're not going to spend the session on the road. We, uh, we rested in the wagon and on our mounts, and we have arrived at Phandalin. So, the rutted track emerges from a woody hillside, and you catch your first glimpse of Phandalin. The town consists of 40 or 50 simple log buildings, some built on old fieldstone foundations. More old ruins, crumbling stone walls covered in ivy and briars, surround the newer houses and shops, showing how this must have been a much larger town in centuries past. Most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of the cart track, which widens into a muddy main street of sorts as it climbs toward a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east of town. As you approach, you see children playing on the town green and townsfolk tending to chores or running errands at shops. Many people look up as you approach, but all return to their business as you go by. Sildar seems much more at ease. My friends, he says, let us secure lodgings. I'm told the local inn is very quaint. Anybody have anything to say to our friend Sildar? <laughs> okay. Uh, I Hey, I, I say we check it out too, right? Or do you want to take this time to start talking to people in shops and whatnot? No, I say let's, yeah, let's, let's get some lodging and then that way we can have a place to like park yeah. the park the cart and then we'll go take all of our boxes and turn turn ins for some quest rewards yeah. before we go back out and get rid of yes. the stuff in our inventory so we're not overburdened all right i'm with you so if you guys will follow sildar so in the center of town stands a large newly built roadhouse of fieldstone and rough hewn timbers the common room is filled with locals nursing mugs of ale or cider, all of them eyeing you with curiosity. Um, so Sildar kind of goes and goes, I mean, obviously, because of that description, you all have walked inside. Sildar goes and buys himself a room. All right, oh. so then uh, I'm, I'm going to walk up to... I'm gonna walk up to the um, the innkeep. I'm gonna ask him uh, how much is for a room for myself and my my two companions behind me. So the uh, the innkeep is oh I just had it a short friendly uh, friendly looking young human male, and he addresses himself as Toblin Stonehill. Uh, hence Stonehill Inn, which was uh, on the sign outside. Got it, okay. Uh, 
okay. I lean forward also, and I go, Mr. Stonehill, if you have race car bunk beds, <laughs> um, you'll also be very into that idea. And he says, what is that? Is <laughs> yeah. a race cart? Yeah, a race I mean, cart, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, that's funny. Um... Now this is pod racing. <laughs> Just bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one room uh, is two silver pieces. So all it's right. And however then, much you guys want to either share a space or not. I say I say we share a room. Hey, right? look. Yeah, I, mean, I look like, back at a guy. Look, hey, it's. We we got we have a lot of stuff to turn. In. I think it's time to be frugal, and uh, we've already we've already bonded through the through the heat of battle. So I think we're going to be down to uh, to share room. Um, give us it'll give us a chance to learn more about Sharut, who doesn't want to talk. About he doesn't want to talk to us either. Yeah, and like, let's start asking him about these Look. some of these uh, unarmed whiffs he was having in some of those to caves. Be, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Every time that you guys talk to him, you're like, look at the tiny bird man. Ha ha, feathers. I don't believe any of us have shamed him for being tiny. We don't actually know his stature. We just shamed him for being Sir Bird. Oh, that's true. So I just want to, I want to confirm. So I'm seeing on the sheet here that we have 600 copper, 110 silver, and 50 gold. Uh, yes. Okay. So, yeah, we can... You can bump that silver down to 108. Yep. Alright. So pay, pay that, and then, uh, I look back at, look at the guys, and I go, okay, well, I think that our next step here is... Let's see if we can't, uh... Earn, earn a little bit extra from taking these taking these boxes back to um, uh, blanking on the name uh, the the blue lion um, the, the Lord's <laughs> the Alliance lion shield coster or the lion shield coster that's what it is yes all right so you guys go back outside. And the Lion Shield Coster is this building over here. So Sildar is going to stay, but uh, if you guys want to move over to my thing there. Yep. So hanging above the front door of this modest trading post is a sign shaped like a wooden shield with a blue lion painted on it. Um, let's see here... You walk in, and the master of this post is a human woman, uh, and she asks you to state your business and tells you that her name is Lenine Greywind. So, so Miss Greywind, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we, me and my, my humble companions here, uh, were out traveling... Um, for uh, Gundren, and uh, we came along uh, him and Sildar Holwinter, 
And as we were rescuing them from a cave, uh, we happened to see a lot of boxes uh, with your insignia on them, and we just wanted to return them to you and your organization. Oh, thank God, she says. I, I thought at first that you might be in cahoots with those darn red brands. Red bands, you say? So for red, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you. Uh, we're from out of town, so I'm not, I'm not entirely sure who these red brands are. What's, what's your deal with them? Oh gosh, they they moved into town not too long ago, and they're just a bunch of ruffians. They, uh, they harass the townsfolk. They they steal things. Some people have disappeared. They're just, just terrible. I don't know too much about it, but I'm sure somebody at the inn can probably give you more information on them. Well, we will totally follow up on that. Uh, absolutely, especially if it's causing people trouble. Well, thank you very much. You guys seem like very fine folks, and uh, I am so glad to have these goods recovered. So please accept this humble token of appreciation. She hands you... A uh, little jingling bag of coins, and that is going to be 50 gold pieces that you can add to the party Ooh. bank. Okay. Hey, hey, all Christian sees is heavy armor in this future. <laughs> yeah, well, g- yeah, I have a little, I'm going to be coming to the the party here. Okay, so... <laughs> Oh, because I'm I'm like laying on the sheet, so my bad. One second. So I could tell I could tell uh, Roldross over here was yeah. super distracted, either adding notes or putting yeah, something yeah, on the yeah, sheets. Yes. Okay, so I'm adding adding hundred gold. All right, so uh, going to uh, bid her farewell um, and uh, promise once again that we're going to look into these red main folks. Uh, and then as we walk out the door, I'm going to turn to the party and I'm going to say, "Look, I think." Given our our most recent escapade, uh, I think that we need to sort of up our game a bit as far as gear is concerned. And I don't know about you guys, but I think that we can all agree that we should, when we go shopping, we should do this in order of body count while we are out there. (laughs) Because I think that that makes the most sense. You know, and it helps in the future because we'll be rewarding good behavior. Uh, and so I think obviously we all know that means I go first. Um, and then, you know, I think if I remember correctly. So roll, roll draw. Hold on. I'm, I'm not done speaking. I'm really not done speaking. And, I, and I, I just, I'd really appreciate it if you let me finish. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and so the, the next, what I would say is that I believe, uh, Shroot and Daedalus, you guys had similar body counts. However, um, you did, I'm looking directly at Daedalus in his <laughs> eyes. You did shoot Shroot. And so I think that should just in and of itself make it so that Shroot goes second in our shopping and afterwards... You know, we'll we'll see what we got left for you. I say, I say we need to be conservative on how much we're spending. However, if you would like to, you know, um, enhance your armor by all means, as 
you know, a valued member of this party and one that's willing to jump in the center of battle just with, you know, no regard and very angry man as I've seen thinking in the back of my head of that shattered kneecap. Um, yeah, get what you need. I actually feel like I'm okay in the way of my armor seems to be holding together um, from the stuff that I've made. I'm good to go. But I will more than happily do a do a quick stop to the local market if you need to buy some new pauldrons. So, real quick, uh, I, I, I do want to point out in case you guys forgot that the all the stuff that you were originally you were originally bringing to this town from the start for Gundren still needs to be dropped off to Barthen's Provisions. And I will say, since I didn't uh, give a full you know, view of the town as you came in that you did pass a smithy um, on the way to the inn. So if you wanted to inquire about upgrades, you could there. Just don't 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 forget uh, to uh, I, I, I take the stuff to Barton's. Oh, yeah. I, well, I if we have, so, now, now that we got a little so bit of money, up, I, I can't yeah, wait I, for Roldross to say, let's go buy some new gear, and we get there, and it's like 400 gold pieces for something. You don't have enough anyway. No, so I, I, I look up at the sky, because a helm once again sort of flicked me on my head with a beam of light to let me know some knowledge, and I go, but first, before we do that, let's finish off our, our other errands, and so let's go drop off uh, the actual goods that we were, we were le- dropping off for Gundren. Sure. If that makes sense. Yes. I also ask why Shroot is being so brooding and shaking his head in the corner over and it's over so again. Quiet. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. This guy is a. I don't really like revel in material things up. for the most part. So, uh. You, what, you, 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 you see, you guys that's like. That's kind of what I was. Yeah, see, and now. No, that, that's kind of. Preston, that's. Or, uh, I'm sorry, Shroot. That's what I was trying to say a minute ago. Like. I feel like I'm good with the armor that I brought with me. I craft much of what I need from the forest and the land as is, or you know, animal fur. Like, dude, it, if sounds like you wanna you wanna get some metal, you get some of that metal, man. Yeah, I think that you know. While I appreciate you guys, you know, sort of agreeing with the plan here, it really wasn't up to you. Sure. Um, I already Start said exactly who was going when. So, and I look up. To, I look up to the gods and quickly look over at Shroot and say. Should have gone with the poison breath. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. I have ice breath. I'll stop you before you get close. Anyway. Um, okay, so I think, Preston, I think you, we're just waiting on you to move your oh, character sorry, over. I was writing down stuff. I've moved. Yeah. yeah I've moved I would like to here. point out how funny it was. Like, the, the day we were making characters, Alex mouthed something, and, and you told him that it was a... And I quote, one-way ticket to Frost Town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I dude, it's so funny because But like, it does sound like you, so that yeah, tracks. This is this is breaking the kayfabe a little bit, but like I think we've talked about this, but like there's so many times on this show where it's just like such stream of consciousness stuff where like we sort of just like let stuff rip and then if I go back and listen to the episode sometimes and I'm like you know, I totally forget about certain <laughs> things that we talked about, so that's hilarious. All right. Uh, so you guys uh, go into Barthens, and um, well, actually, I'll I'll let I'll let you kind of take the lead here. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look over it. I'm gonna look over, look at Daedalus, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, uh, 
a lot of these, the, the folks inside this building seem a little bit more ritzy than I'm used to, and they seem sort of like your folk, so I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. I hope and pray it's a mix of elves and humans alike, because humans don't love us. But um, I walk up to you. You said this is also somewhat of a merchant place. Like, who would be running this? A storekeep, a, um, you know, a merchant? So it, it's just one one gentleman uh, behind the counter, and it, it's just a large, like, trading post. So, uh, you know, the shelves okay. are your ordinary goods and supplies, backpacks, bedrolls, rope, rations, um, that sort of thing. No, no weapons like... and armor, but just, like, general goods. Okay. I feel so, like we're just so gonna I, say like, "Hey, I we had to the general. To drop yeah, I walked off to. Or, yeah. I got it. Oh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Get to the back, Roldross. Oh. Uh, stay in your horse lane. And um, I just so, horse. What? So, um, yeah, I walk up to the the storekeep, the shopkeep, and just say, uh, you know, good day. We have just come uh, hired by Gundren to deliver these goods, and we wanted to deliver them to you, sir. Ah, he says. Uh, well, I'm Elmar, Elmar Barthen. This is my trading post. Uh, you got you guys notice that he is a lean and balding human male. Uh, he look he looks to be a little bit older, maybe in his fifties, but he does have a kindly manner. Uh, and he he asks if you know what has happened to Gundren because he hasn't seen Gundren for a little while. Uh, we, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're also, I look at Roldross and say, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're also still looking for Gundren, yes? Yes, we are still looking yes. for him. We okay. did find his associate, uh, after, though. Yep, after conferring with my, uh, friend here, we too went off, uh, to a side of our journey and we're looking for Gundren. Um, we did find somebody named Sildar Hallwinter who claims to be an associate of his, and he too is not sure where Gundren has been for the past, I believe, week or so. It might have been three weeks. Didn't write the time down. No, oh, well, that is too bad. Gundren is a dear friend of mine. Um, are, are you guys going to go look for him, or...? We are. Um, it, it seems to be that we don't know where he is currently, but his last whereabouts, and we are thinking of heading that way. Before we did, we wanted to inquire just with the general goings-on of the town. Um, speaking of which, we did hear some about a, uh, the Red Band Ruffians, you know, terrorizing the town. Can I ask a question? Where is the city guard? Well, uh, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but the Red Brands are kind of, you know, under the town master's authority, or claim to be, um... Because it seems whatever they do, they don't get in trouble for it. And they really are making life kind of hard on everybody. Uh, I mean, just the other day, they were shaking down my business. Um, and I don't know that they're doing the same to the other businesses around town. I, I really wish that someone had a mind to do something about it. So when you say that, they're, they, that they... You know, seem to be, are the, would you say that it goes all the way up to, like, they're in the employ of the local rulers, like, all the way up? Um, I, I, I can't say for sure. It's hard, and, you know, okay. between you and me, it's not really something that I, as a, a business owner here in town, can go around asking. 
No, totally understand. We do appreciate that. Um, can I ask you one other question before we go? Now that we've delivered our goods, just um, are there anything? Is there anything else as we're new to town that we should know? Um, just so we're ready to keep us protected in our journey. Uh, you know, I I would maybe talk to a couple people at the inn. Uh, you know, people love to gossip when they've got a drink in their hands, and. Uh, you know, whether the town master is in on the Red Brand stuff or not, I know that he has a couple of odd jobs available for, you know, questing folk like yourself. So if you're looking for some extra work, you might see what they have up there at the town master's hall. Okay, thank you. Um, I look around, I check out, you know, who's generally in... Actually, I take that back. Look around and see there's nobody else in the shop. Um, look at Roldrossen's shroot and say, you know, now that we've completed the drop-off of the goods, maybe we should head back to the inn, given this is the second person that says, you know, the inn might be a good place to talk go to, to see Elmar the happenings around town. Uh, yes, because Sir, he, he yeah. also has to give you the payment for yes, delivering please. the goods. Yeah. I was just well, about I mean, to bring that, it up. Also, I think we have more information about possibly um, Gundren, so... Okay. That he well, might be able to enlighten us on. So go ahead with the payment. Sure. Yeah. So it's ten gold per person. So you can add thirty more to the party bank. Okay. I got that. And then you you may ask your question. So I was just gonna say that I know we mentioned that we don't really know much of what happened to him, um, but we did run into Sildar. Um, we found like a map casing out there. Sildar was also mentioning about the map. He said they could have taken it to Cragmaw Castle, um, but uh, we think that you know there's a possibility that maybe they've taken Gundren there as well. Just really? hope. And there was a human wizard that might have been yeah, with his them name as was well. Yeah, Arno. Or E-Arno. Mm. I don't know how to pronounce that. So if anything rings a bell, please let I have I, I have I-Arno, so <laughs> there is literally no way to Arno. <laughs> are, you, are you proud of that? Oh, brother. <laughs> you're welcome. This guy You're stinks. welcome. Once per episode. <laughs> yeah. Um... I think if those rings a bell and you can, they can enlighten us on any of that, that'd be nice. I think we heard a little bit about the map, uh, but we just need to, you know, probably... We might help Sildar find it out. I know he's looking into it as well as hitting that help, that human wizard. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good chance, you know, just keep yourself some hope that uh, he may also be in Cragmaw Castle. I, I don't know anything about Cragmaw Castle, sure. but, again, I, I don't know... How, how deep it goes, but I would maybe ask at the town master's hall because that's where all of like, you know, this Fandolin's very old and there, you know, there's records of both the town and the surrounding area back for, you know, a hundred years or so. So maybe, maybe check out there. Sure. All right. So I look at you two and, and say, you know, since we have the time, do we want to head back to the inn and ask around the inn? Or do we want to head over, it sounds like, if we want to continue on this direct path to Cragmall, maybe going to the Town Master's Hall would be the best we place do that. to go. So. Yeah, we can do some so, shopping. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Too. Yeah, I would say let's let's get some shopping done. The reason yep. I say that is because it sounds like between these red brands and whatever we might find out at this local hall, that... We might find ourselves in 
a situation that we might need to fight our way out of very quickly. Yeah, definitely stick together. Okay, so let's head to the end then. Nope, nope. said. It's not what we said. <laughs> not what we said. <laughs> no. Nope. nope. Oh, not at all. okay. So I'm gonna. So just as my character, I'm gonna just you know really slowly spell it out for you, Daedalus. <laughs> we need to shop oh, because. <laughs> yeah, because we might find ourselves in a situation in Look, which man, I know we you need want to fight. To buy your armor. Let's go get you some new armor. I'm happy to do it. There's also Great. a smithy. We can go take to the sass and leave it in this building <laughs> because you're the one who didn't listen in the first place. I wouldn't have to be so condescending, Daedalus, if you would just listen to us for once. All right. I assume the uh, the smithy is over here with the rocks outside of it. Oh, right there. Okay, we are right beside it. Perfect. Uh, so Roldross, as you're shopping around, it would be uh, greatly encouraged. You know, just have some small talk and see if the smithy has anything that we can take away from here. So real quick, do you guys do you guys have buildings like like labeled, or is that just me? That's just you. I think it's just, just cool. you. I wondered yeah. about that. All right, carry on. Okay, so I'm gonna walk up to the smithy. I'm gonna, you know, say hello. Uh, my name is Roldras. These are my companions, uh, Daedalus and Shroot. Uh, and we were hoping to uh, inquire about some information and also uh, see what sort of uh, wares you have for sale today so it is a a very sturdy looking dwarf man who is working on sharpening a battle axe at the moment he says he has weapons oh, and armor and uh is curious what you're looking for well uh for myself um i am looking uh for some heavy armor uh, so I don't know what you have in the ways of heavy armor, but I'd be interested in looking at some of that. And also, uh, I'm really thinking about checking out if potentially you have any great swords. But you know, it's all going to come down to price, so we'll see. But the heavy armor is for sure is what I'll be leaving here with today. All right, he says there are four types of heavy armor. We've got ring mail, chain mail, splint, and plate. So what are you looking for? Uh, you know what? I'd love to take a look at the plate mail. All right. Well, to, to craft a set for a gentleman uh, is as well built as yourself, it'd have to be... I appreciate that. Thank you. It'd have to be a, you know, a brand new custom set. To fix uh, to fit those muscular, uh, dragonborn arms of yours, so we're looking at about uh, fifteen hundred gold for the set. Jesus, told you this is a waste <laughs> yeah. of time. So First anyway, all, I, I, step so in, I put, I I put my hand out and I close <laughs> it next to Daedalus's mouth. I go, uh, actually, nobody was speaking to you yet, so just you know, speak when spoken to. Thank you. Unless you plan on shooting arrows at the back of us or this fine gentleman while we're not looking. No? Uh, great. I appreciate it. Thank you. Anyways. Uh, my good sir, I appreciate you giving me the price there. Um, that is unfortunately a little bit too steep for us right now. 
um, is before I go on, is is the is the rest of the prices of any of your heavy armor are they all that similar price or do they you know range given the quality? Uh, you know they range. I'll just give you the rundown if you'd like to hear all the options. I I love it. I would love to hear. All it. right, so plate at fifteen hundred gold. We've got splint, and that's at two hundred gold. We've got chain mail at seventy-five gold, and ring mail at thirty gold. Well, uh, I will say that <laughs> just given those prices, uh, ring mail is looking extremely attractive right now. <laughs> um, so we might end up going with ring mail. However, what I do want to ask is before any of my uh, we start spending any money, is there is there anything, especially with the local the local red brands that we've been hearing about, is there any issues that sort of you need taken care of that you know maybe we would be able to then sort of barter? Oh my god, bit. are you trying to take on a job to get some a discount extra, on some your extra armor? work? For this guy? And I spin around and I go, speak <laughs> when spoken to, and I turn back around. I go. I apologize for my companion. I, I don't just know why. Why the he's door right outside of the smithy. <laughs> I don't know why he's prone to such outbursts recently. Um, but yeah, just 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 checking to see if there's any work that sort of you need to get done, especially or that you've had any trouble with. I should say. Well, you know, I I think the red brands are kind of troubling everybody around town. Um. There's not anything specific that they've done to me. They've just initiated a uh, a protection tax. I'm sure you you know the type. Um, and I don't know if if something were done with the red brands and I didn't have to pay that protection tax, and maybe my price could come down a small margin on my products, but. But please know that I, I put a lot of, of hard work into these, and it's of the finest quality and, and worth every, every gold. No, I totally, I totally, I totally get you there. Um, so, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to level with you. Me and my companions, we're absolutely going to handle this, this red brand <laughs> problem. Um, and I want to do it... Uh, in in some of your armor so <laughs> let's let's make a deal here if you're open to it if not it's totally fine i'm not trying i don't want to be pushy but uh if i could get that chain mail for the price of the ring mail <laughs> i'd be very willing to guarantee like, the fact that we will be handling this red band problem one with, way or the with, other with my keen hearing i can hear this entire conversation outside of the door and just think to myself my god it is like influencer 101 on dungeons and dragons <laughs> oh my gosh it totally is <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't wait how you I, I hope the smithy doesn't ask how many lithographs you're, or paintings you're going to have completed I poke my head out around I, town wearing the armor I poke my head out to him and I say stop using references I don't understand and then I come back around <laughs> look let let's do this right let let's say and instead of chain mail for ring mail prices, 
if 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 you guys do this it would help me out so much so how about chain mail at 50 all right i mean it's normally 75 mm -hmm. so we'll do chain mail at 50 and if you guys don't end up taking care of the red brands i'll just come and i don't know cut your fucking legs off I stick my hand out, and I say, "Sir, you have yourself a deal." Before and walking him, away, and I go, and not only that, not only that, but before this night is over, there's gonna be a round of drinks on me for you being such a generous shop owner. Before we decide to leave, I quickly, I quickly flick. A hastily scrawled note folded in a triangle shape from the door, hitting uh, Roldross in the back that says, don't forget to ask the smithy if he by chance may know where these uh, red brands tend to spend their time. And I start screaming from the shop <laughs> that I am not done speaking to him yet. <laughs> no, sorry. And I'm really going to need him to start listening to instructions. So... Christian. So, what I'd like to do is then move on to yeah. One. weapons, potentially. After Jesus! Because, I prices. because I, we're, we're going to do, do a persuasion roll. Because I feel like that's the best suited for uh for Oh, for sure, okay. Here. And be, be sure to, to do any bonuses that you might get to that. Okay, so I can look. So yeah, persuasion. I don't have any negatives, but I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any buffs okay. either. So it's just zero. So it's yep. whatever I roll. Um, and then what? What dice is the that? D twenty. Twenty. Oh. Hell yeah! All right. Also, while he's rolling that, uh, when he's done, I'll be going up to the uh, smithy, just asking him if he could like improve my staff, because mine. Yeah, yeah, we got plenty of time here. Speak up when I can. I got uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yes. Then, then he, because your hand was extended, he now extends his. Yeah. You know, does the whole hand to forearm thing that people do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, and says that you have a deal. Awesome. Uh, and so then I, I just want to inquire about uh, really quick. Uh, I just want to know prices on on great swords. Great swords, all right. Also, Christian, do you want to take that uh, 50 off the uh, sheet? I mean, you gotta, yes. I guess you can wait until it's all totaled out, but... Yeah, 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 I'll wait. Uh, great sword is 50 gold, sir. 50 gold, okay. Well, that's a little... We'll, you know... Maybe we'll revisit this after we get some more work done. My mace is just fine for right now. Uh, and then I sort of put my arms out to uh, Shroot and, and let him let him continue. I just uh, walk up to the smithy, hold out my staff horizontally. I go, can you improve this? I'm not asking for a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, what, what kind of, kind of improvements would you be looking for? 
Um, maybe something to hit a little harder with. Put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you want, like... I was thinking, like, personally, me, is like, I got the core staff, right? So it's just a basic, like, wood staff, if you will. Maybe something to reinforce it, or, like, something, like, to put, like, on the ends of it. Like, a nice, like, metal design, something to clamp onto it to kind of give it more of an oomph to my hits. Okay. Just a question. Just, just, he's a smithy. Let's see what he can do. I mean, I, if I not, do okay. have, I do have people that, uh, that will ask for, like... Uh, silver inlays or to have their weapons silvered when fighting undead I could maybe do uh, like silver caps on okay. the end uh, that they, they wouldn't just be on the end but would fit over that for like you know a few inches on each end maybe yeah the striking positions yeah right there's not really and then this is like talking outside of, of yeah. the game there's not really a rule for that <laughs> yeah like there's no like cost to do to like add a plus one to a weapon because everything is like uh an enchantment or to give like a plus one to an ability that the weapon has yeah um so i have to like think on a custom rule that would be fair sure i mean we don't have to do this right now not in right. a hurry. Yeah, you know, you could always just be like the you know the shop owner is just like, hey man, let me, let me look into it. My people yeah, call your people, you. right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll do that. Yeah. I, I assume you're gonna. I'm at the end. Terrible. My name is Sharut. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. And then. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say he uh, he tells you that uh, he'll he'll think on improvements he can make to your staff and. You know, maybe once all this red brand business is dealt with, you guys can work something out. Sure. I appreciate you. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna shout outside to Daedalus and ask if he wants to inquire about anything before I f- finish asking questions to the to the nice shop owner. Thank you for your question. I'm fine. Let's proceed. <laughs> I look over at shoot and I go, Ooh, sassy today. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, I just wanted him to stop interrupting me. I didn't want him to be quiet. There's a difference. But, so then I look at the shop owner and I just go, so I just want to check, as we've been asking this all day, um, you know, do you have any, I know you said that the Red Brands haven't been really messing with you directly. It's more sort of just indirectly, plus with attacks. Do you have any sort of uh, information that you can give us about sort of their whereabouts and where they, where they sort of hole up in the uh, in the town. Um, I know that some of them hang around this rather shabby uh, tap house called the Sleeping Giant. Uh, but really, I I wouldn't go there unless you absolutely have to. It's it's not not a safe place in town. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the warning. Uh, and I turn to the companions and I say, I think it's time to uh, head to the inn and finish up some of our information gathering. Sure. And then Jake, I, hear so, that, I hear that said from inside, and I already start walking before they make their way out the door. So said. Such a brat. Uh, Jake, outside of the game, what do I... Is there anything that I need to change now from my armor class as far as the new armor? Yeah, so... 
I was at 11 before. Um, okay. First of all, what is your strength? 16. Okay, good. Because there is, like, a strength. Like, you gotta be strong enough to, to wear it sort of thing. Got uh, it. So okay. you're good there. Your armor class is now a 16. Hell yeah. Very nice. And now I... And then what do I get for the... Is there anything that I... I didn't I actually get to read it all the way, but is there anything that I get for having a for proficiency with heavy armor? Because of the life domain? Uh, I don't I don't think so, but okay, cool. we can look into it later. The one thing I do want yeah. to make note of is that... Uh, and I'd like you to put it somewhere, too, so you know. Mm -hmm. Wearing heavy armor puts you at a disadvantage when doing a stealth check. Meaning, oh, meaning okay. that whenever you roll your d20, you'll have to roll it twice and take the lower number. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. I have that noted. All right. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. So where where did you guys want to go next? The so we're gonna be. I think we're heading to the inn. Okay. Um, I think, you know, it makes sense to sort of walk in and uh, first, I guess I'll I'll scan the room and see if we still see uh, Sildar hanging out. Uh, he is not there. He he left just a little bit before you guys arrived. Do we take a general scan just to see who all's in the inn? Who all's down there? Um, like, can you tell us that? Yeah, there's like there's a a few tables in the inn, and there's you know one one or two people per table. So you know you're you're around five or six people that are just uh, sitting around having food and drink. Yeah, I walk up to the innkeep. I go. Um, so we've been we've been around town finishing up some errands, and we sort of been hearing uh some some stories uh about some issues that the town has been having with uh the this red brand group um so i wanted to know if, if you have had any issues and also what sort of information you could sort of give them on us because uh, we're looking to solve that issue for this town well um I've actually had more dealings with them lately than uh, than everyone else in town because uh, my wife, who helps out here, um, she, she let's see, yeah, okay, I want to make sure I read that right before I continued. Uh, he calls over his wife. Her name is Trelena, and uh, he's like, "I'll let my wife Trelena explain things to you." Uh, so she says that there was a, uh, a local wood carver. His name was Fell. He, uh, he, he took it upon himself to stand up to the Red Brands a few days ago when they came by his shop and, uh, were making obscene gestures and, uh, and saying nasty things to his wife. And the Red Brands ended up killing him. Several townsfolk saw it happen. Uh, the Red Brands grabbed his body 
and then uh, and took off with it as well as his wife and their uh, their daughter and son. Um, so th those three are all missing, and nobody in town knows where. Um, as Roldross is asking that question to the innkeep, I'm standing beside a table closest to the, you know, the two nearest people near me, and I am just uh, listening in, seeing if eavesdropping, see if I hear them talk about any of the current happenings with, you know, the red brand and stuff, or see if anything's top of mind. Is there a role for an eavesdrop? Um, yeah, it would be it would be stealth. Okay. My stealth, uh, plus three. Grab my dice. The right one, there we go. Twelve. That's with the plus three. Okay. As you're leaning over, you fall over and slam into the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you hear a couple, couple of miners that are sitting at a table after a long, hard day's work. Uh, enjoying some ale, you overhear one say that uh, that some orc raiders have been seen uh, out on the Tribor Trail, which you guys rode in on. Mm -hmm. And uh, you hear him say that the townmaster is looking for someone to run them off. And that is what they're talking about. Perfect. Um, so I, so I lean that. over and I lean over and tell Roldross. You know, as you continue speaking to the innkeep, um, it seems as though that was the orc band that we took out on the trail, yes? The one, one in the no, same? No, we fought goblins. Oh, we did. These are different. Okay. I say, um, hey, on the trail we just returned from, though it looks like we took out some goblins, I hear the locals are also talking about orcs and a possible reward for taking them out on the trail, something we should definitely look into later. Yeah, absolutely. we got to keep an eye on that. So I look over to the wife and I go, thank you for sharing that story it's horrible uh, I'm sorry you had to witness that kind of crime uh, one do you do you have the name or the the sort of any sort of descriptions that you can give me of these people because my my companions and I we will we will look for them and I under I know that you said that nobody knows where they took them um, but do you know or does any do you know of anybody in this inn that might have a an idea of sort of where they're where they're making their stay here in the town. I lean over and just ask quickly, uh, or does the sleeping giant tap house ring a bell? Yes. Yeah, so the, the sleeping giant tap house is definitely where they hang out. Um, they always get completely sloshed there and then, you know, waltz about town causing trouble. So I look back at the party and I go well, I don't know about you guys but it sounds like we have a destination um, and then I just wanted to double check about the descript any any sort of descriptors you can give us about those people if there is any uh, you'll know them when you see them they all wear uh, you know some kind of red shirt or scarf or something oh, sorry. I meant the people who got kidnapped oh oh uh, I'm sorry um, the wife the wife and the child uh -huh. Yes. Children. Children. Yeah. Um, Axel's over here going to save one kid. Like, I got him. And then he's like, you left one there. You weren't paying attention. Yeah. 
hey man, that's why there's three of us. I can carry one. You gotta pay attention to the surroundings. Uh, human. <laughs> and that's all I've got for you. Got it. Okay. That, that um, works. I, I look at Roldross and I say, I agree, I think we do have a destination, but before we go, it might be wise to uh, talk to the, what, do we have one more table of people in there? Let's talk to the last few people in here. Um, might I suggest buying a round of drinks and uh, just having a quick conversation? And then I look up to the gods and say, "Can we, can we get without having to ask specific questions? Can we have a nice conversation, jump through time, and get some of the uh, quick notes on these guys?" Oh, you're asking him to fast forward. <laughs> yeah, so we don't spend too much time in here. Well, buy first, a drink. first, God should tell you how much you're about to spend on this round of drinks for what I think is like twelve people. And I look. I, no, just the two people at the table. Okay. Not you everyone every, in here. Oh, okay. okay. Just the two just people we two. haven't talked to. Got it. And I look at Roll Dross and say, "Might I remind you? You uh, told the smithy we would owe him a round of drinks because his deed would be done by midnight too." Yeah, that's one drink. It's a lot different than a whole. Also, did you take out the fifty gold for the? You did the armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I did. Uh, so one one mug of ale is four copper pieces. So. Well, we got six hundred of those bad boys. So. <laughs> yeah, and there's what three three people at this at this table. So okay, so I will give you the the fast version of two more leads that you can follow. There we go. <laughs> um, there is a sister Garail. She uh, she hangs out at the Shrine of Luck, which is across the street. She left town a few days ago, and when she returned, she was pretty beat up and exhausted, and nobody is sure why. And then, uh, let's see. There's an orchard in town called the Edermath Orchard. Uh, he used to be an adventuring man, um, and, and he, he's been talking about needing some help. So... There you go. Perfect. Um, I look at Roldross and say, you know, can you convene with your god just to see if uh, Sister Guriel would be worth checking out? Maybe she escaped from said orcs, or uh, see if maybe god just leans in to tell you that that is a separate side quest of which looking into would derail our progress after the Red Brand. <laughs> I look at Dalis and go, uh, Helm is always listening to all of his children. He's <laughs> he's looking at you right now. So if you just think hard enough, you'll be able to hear his answer. Okay. You also don't have to answer this because I... You don't. Yeah. Um... That was also kind of that was also kind of asking Roldross and uh, Shrew here to say like, hey, do we think we should go talk to Lady Guriel? Like, it sounds like maybe something happened to her and she escaped back. I wonder if that also has to do with you know kidnappings that have been going on with the Red Brand, the Red Band, Red Brand. Brand. Yeah, Red Brand. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, I think it's it's across the street, so I don't think it's gonna hurt to at least. Check yeah, in on it before we before we head to the Sleeping Giant Tavern. Okay. Okay. 
So here on the map, that little pile of stones is the Shrine of Luck. Do we find her there, I assume? Yes? Uh, yes, you do. So. Okay. Um, so the Shrine of Luck is outside of Vandalin's only temple. And the small shrine is made of stones taken from the nearby ruins. Uh, it's dedicated to Taimora, which is the goddess of luck and good fortune. And Sister Gorel is, uh, I mean, you can only assume it's her. She is a young elf woman who is uh, sitting and praying at the shrine, and she looks like she maybe had the shit beat out of her pretty recently. <laughs> so I, I, I walk up uh, to Sister, who I think is Sister Gurriel, and say, you know, uh, good morrow. And I, I hear of some troubles with a Sister Gurriel. May I ask, are you her? Uh, she is, yes. Perfect. Um, so we hear is we, we hear that you had just returned from being away from the town, um, and you, I can see that there's been some trouble. May I inquire as to uh, what happened while you were away and how we can be of your service? Uh, yeah, that would be great. She says, um, recently her superiors asked her to take on a bit of a tricky mission. Um, they wanted her to persuade a banshee named Agatha to answer a question about a spell book that they uh, were made aware of. And Gorail sought out Agatha in her lair, but the creature did not appear for her. Um, so Gorail is hoping that, that maybe somebody can help make Agatha appear. Um, and if you, if you guys agree, then she can go into a little more details about the spell book. But, uh, she, she was attacked by, um, uh, a couple of wild dogs on the way back in, and that's why she's all beat up. Okay. Um, so I look at Roldross, you know, clearly this is not on the same task that we want to we wanna go to. However, I do think as though uh, she is in need of our help. So let's quickly inquire before we leave um, and offer our assistance before yeah, we Yeah, absolutely. On. So um, we, look at, we, we look at Sister Gurriel and I just say, uh, absolutely, madam, it, it, we would be more than happy um, to help you. But can I ask uh, a couple of questions, not just where this this shrine this banshee of uh, where this banshee's location was but also um why you're asking to you know have her appear so um my my superiors were looking for the location of a spell book that belonged to a legendary mage named bo gentle and I thought you were to say Bojangles, dude. <laughs> I mean, he jumps so high. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I can't really I can't say too much more than that. Um, but we we could definitely I could definitely offer you um, a decent reward for helping out if you can. Uh, yes, 
we we will do what we can to help you in this task. Great. And she pulls out a silver comb and hands it to you and says that uh, Agatha's vanity might uh, be able to trade this comb for an answer. Um, maybe, maybe if one of you are a silver-tongued devil, uh, you know, in, in pairing with this comb might be able to get the answer out of her. I, I say thank you as soon as I'm done taking mental notes on this physical iPad. <laughs> uh, I guess as we're leaving, like before, after these two guys leave, I just look over to her and ask her for her blessing. Or a blessing oh. from the string of luck. Yes. So uh, she... And she's like, bro, I just got the shit kicked out of you. What makes you think I want to work today? It'll help her she out has too. You, she has you kneel right in front of that uh, stone statue there in the half circle. And she does her hand signs, and uh, you you feel a light a light breeze upon your feathered face, and then, you know, she says, "May Timora be with you." And then Dalis and I both look at each other, and we both say at the same time, "Voodoo magic," and then we walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do say gods for the life of me. I can't remember what it was you said the lo- that place was. You said we could first tell over Colin, but taken where? And as I was writing, I missed where. Where what place was? Uh, you said we could take the comb to a location. Oh, yes. Um, yes, of course. There are just many pages. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's a small abandoned town called Conaberry, and it's it's not far it's not far from uh, from Fandolin. But Agatha's uh, lair will be somewhere in the ruins of Conaberry. Yeah. That's actually what I was looking for. I, I heard, I know you said Agatha, and I missed the lair part. So, I look at the comb and I see A H inscribed on it, clearly thinking that A must mean Agatha. But what could the H be? Harkness. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sir Shroot. Okay, um, so we take the blessing, and I look at the other two, nod, and, and you know, questioning, let's head for the, uh, the tap house. The giant tavern, yep. Uh, okay, so... <clears throat> as, you're, as you're walking that direction, um, a small small halfling child, uh, a boy, comes up and tugs at uh, Sharut's whatever you're wearing. What are you wearing, sir? A robe? It's got robes. Okay. got some feathers lying around. Wings. He might, might have pulled out a tail <laughs> feather. <laughs> he he oh, tugs at your robe. And uh, kind of motions over to the side of the road. 
to like go over there a little <laughs> bit, kind of crouch down to get on his level. Yeah, and uh, and he, he whispers in just just for you to hear only. He whispers in your ear that that uh, he knows how to get into the Red Brand hideout, and so whenever you're uh, whenever you're all looted up and ready to go, come to the Alderleaf Farm, and he'll take you there. Alder Leaf Farm. Yeah, A L D E R, L E A F. Usually, I'm not too worried about spelling. So if I get close enough to the sound of it, I hope you get it. Sure. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is more than just walking in the front door. This is probably a more of a back way into the sleeping giant. Correct. Yes. I mean, looks like a pretty big dick move for this uh, for this orphan child running around the streets to say, "Hey, I know a way in." He just walks your ass to the front <laughs> door and points. Oh, he gets into it like a <laughs> and puts his hand out. <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> Money, please. Yes. Thanks, kid. And with that, he turns and he runs away, and you kind of lose him in uh, the busyness of the street. So, uh, so I look over at Shrew and I go, uh, do you know that kid? What do you want? Um, I say it looks like uh, Goddess uh, Taimara has uh, blessed us with some luck, it seems. Uh, a little young man pulled me off to the side and... To- no young man pulled you off to the side. Some little boy pulled me off to the side. <laughs> and uh, told me that... Uh, I can go to a certain farm and uh, find out we can get to a secret entrance uh, into the uh, Sleeping Giant. So if you don't want to go in guns blazing through the front door and probably get a whole bunch of eyeballs on us and immediate shitstorm, I suggest we go to this so, farm. So just for clarification, it wasn't a secret entrance to the Sleeping Giant, but to the Red Brand's secret hideout. Actual hideout. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought it was Sleeping Giant. So if we ever just want to go to the hideout, uh, we can. Hey, if you, want, look, if you want to kind of interrogate some of these other guys, we can, for sure. We have got plenty of time to go beat up some drunk assholes. <laughs> but I think it makes sense to go right to where the director of this problem is. Because if those people are anywhere, they're more, more than likely they're at the hideout. And so I say we go to the hideout. I, I quickly put my hand out and just say, well, one minute before we do, I mean, yes, we know that there's a woman and kids that have been kidnapped. We I audibly sigh. About this place. We don't know how many people are there. We don't know if there's any armaments we should be watching out for or what they have. Um, so maybe going to the tavern or the tap room would would be wise. And I look at him and I go, are you going to whine about it if I break somebody's kneecap again? <laughs> Uh, I look over at Schrute and say, hey, the kid did whisper in your ear, so I'll leave the decision up to you, as I also audibly sigh and just turn around to wait. <laughs> I agree. I think that uh, Schrute should should make this decision. All right, so... 
probably wouldn't hurt to check out the bar. Uh, do we know like how big the bar is and or the hideout of the bar? The, the tap house, does we know how like big it is and how much people would probably be in there? Like if we walk by it, can we kind of just get an eye out and see like, oh, there's two dozen people in there. Oh, there's like five. Um, so it's maybe like a quarter the size of the, the inn. Okay, so it's even smaller than the inn. Yeah. They had like two people at two tables, or five people in there. Guns up, let's do this. <laughs> I guess uh, I, I can point yeah. it out. It's uh, it's up here on the... I got you. I would say, you know, it's a small enough tap house. We could probably get some information there. Um, if it gets hairy, we can handle ourselves there, but there won't be that information leaving there. And then uh, after that, we get the information. I would say we head to the farm to get a uh, entrance to the hideout. I turn to Shroot and say, thank you for your wise wisdom. And uh, start look at Roldra and say, so shall we go to the tap house? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Along the way, I remind, I remind Roldras that, hey man, this tap house doesn't look very big. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna warn against you breaking any kneecaps here because it sounds like these dudes are bad dudes. But let's just get some information. Yeah. So I I go to the and I go look. I think that given the crimes that we've heard these guys commit, they are not gonna respond to anything other than strength so I think that we should walk in chest pumped out and look for the biggest dude in the room (laughs) (laughs) make an example out of him and then we will interrogate the rest of them surely if the big guy goes down you know we'll be able to I'm I'm not. Of them I'm not saying no to that plan, but I quickly just glance over my shoulder, as uh, it seems though the door may have opened and closed quickly with somebody coming in and out, and just try and glance in to see how many people are sitting inside. Did it? You're assuming a lot of things. I have windows that God too. God did not tell us happened. <laughs> you don't know. You can't tell. Okay, I'm not I'm not opposed to your plan. However, I would say we scope out the area if there's only a few people. I say that Sharut and I spread out across the room and just have uh, just have weapons ready in case well, anybody at those tables wants to jump in. So on we have you're about to start. Yeah, we haven't we haven't walked in yet. So. No, I know. I'm okay. just saying that's what I think we do. We quickly scan the area to see how many dudes are that's there. That's fine. Hey, so uh, so I'm I'm okay with that if we, if, if I if I just need to you know, solo dolo this dude, and then you guys sort of persuade everybody else around us from not be doing anything stupid. Whether that's you know you putting an arrow next to somebody's head and going da 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 da, don't move or anything like that. I think that's a great plan. Okay, so we we just take a step inside of the door and quickly scan the area. Yeah, so I don't know, Jake, if I need to roll, but yeah, I'm quickly I'm gonna scan. I'm gonna look for the the biggest dude in the room. I think we do the whole cowboy thing to where like, we go through the doors and like both of us are all standing there kind of looking around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, 
The Sleeping Giant is a ramshackle tap room at the east end of town. Four human ruffians all, uh, as you approach, come out and linger on the covered porch, perched on empty ale barrels or leaning against the wall. They all wear grimy scarlet cloaks, their sullen stares fixed on you as you approach. One of the thugs spits on the ground. Well, well, he snarls. Here's a whole pack of little puppies. What do you want, puppies? Come here to bark at us? Christian's ready. And so <laughs> I... It's okay, so we, have, we didn't actually make it into the building, so it's just people on the porch, yep. right? Okay, I'm going to explain some things, and then, Jake, you just... You, you let me know what I need to roll to make any of this stuff happen. Um, first, I want to ask, uh, does he have... Is he holding anything? Like, does he got, like, a, you know, a, some beer in a, in, a, in a wooden mug? Does he got, you know, what, anything? Or is he just out here and spit at me for no reason? <laughs> uh, so a couple of them will have drinks, but all of them are armed with uh, short swords. Got it. Okay. As, as Roldross is going to explain this, I want you to know I can hear, I can hear the tension coming out of, of his voice is almost just like steaming off of him. So before he even says anything, I just give him a look and I have my hands ready to quickly grab my uh, bow and knock an arrow as soon as it needs to happen. All right, so, so real quick. I, I, I look at the man. Who, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jake. Before we get too deep into this, I want to roll initiative. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Oh, I got a 19. What? What? <laughs> hey. And I think I have a bonus. So one second. Yeah, plus one. So I, I rolled an 18 plus one is 19 as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, that works out perfectly if I'm going to let you go pressing. first. Yeah. What did you roll, Preston? Uh, 17 altogether. Okay. So, uh, so Daedalus is letting Roldross go first? Yes. While, while immediately being ready to knock that bow. Alright. And then, uh, okay, real quick. What did I, what did I tell you? 16 for your armor class now, Roldross? Right. Yes. Okay, carry on. Got it. Uh, I'm now that you asked me that. Now I'm worried that some is one of these guys rolled a twenty for initiative. <laughs> I just but, get, you just get punched in the mouth. Yeah, before you as I go to start talking, he's, Jay's like, "You got uppercutted." Yeah. So I want to. Uh, I'm gonna look at the dude who spit at me, um, and I go, "Puppy uh, is a." is a funny word that you use there um, because uh, I haven't come to bark at you um, but I have come to make an example out of you <laughs> and then I grab him by the throat and use my cold breath Jesus okay yeah. straight murking people <laughs> on the street alright uh, so oh my so gosh. do you have to roll anything now, for cold breath 
so that's so I'm looking as the um, for the breath weapon. Like the only thing I have on here is that uh, you know I can do it once every short rest, uh, fifteen foot cone, um, and then for damage it's just two d six. That's what I have. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, okay, so you you just cast the spell, and then the targets have to roll saves against it. Um, so what is your... What is your spell save DC? It'll be on your character sheet, probably on the spells page. My spell what? Sorry. Oh, spell save DC, uh, 12. 12. And then I get a spell attack plus 4. Okay. They, so they, they have to... They basically have to roll higher than, than the 12 um, to succeed. And if they don't, they take full damage. And if they do, they'll take half damage. Um, okay. Okay, so he rolled a 19, which means he saves. So you can roll your damage and he'll take half that take half that. Got it. And then I need the six, right? Yep. Okay. And then I add the plus four to these two, right? And then we'll cut it yeah. in half. Okay. Plus four to each one or plus four total after my two uh, rolls? I, I think it's total. Total. Got it. Cool. Okay. okay. That was a four for the first okay. one. And a six, so. Oh, five? Huh? I'll say, isn't it half of what you rolled? Sorry, you do you. Right, no, yes, but I was thinking. I'm trying to. Just, my question was going to be because you're right, it's five after the half, but then I'm wondering. Then does the plus four? Or do I do plus four? No, so it, it's. So like, it would be seven. It's, it's seven. It's seven. Seven. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you blast your cold <laughs> breath into his face. Uh, he he shrieks in pain. He you know he's got frost all over his face and all that. Uh, so whenever you drop him, he's he's trying to like claw the frost off of his face, but he he is still alive. And so then I think it's. Dale's his turn next, right? It is not. It's one of his friends. So, let's see. I need to zoom in on the map here. So we'll say you were here doing that to this guy. Okay, so his, the friend to his immediate left is going to come up and try to attack you. And he does hit with his roll. So we got, he hits you with his short sword for two damage. 
and then Daedalus, and now we can go to you. Um, thinking that we're still here to make an example of this dude, I quickly knock an arrow, and he just has a short sword, right? So I quickly knock an arrow, and I try and put one through his foot to bind him to the ground. I'm not looking to kill him, but I am trying to stop him. Okay. So I'm going to ask, are you are you okay. shooting that from where you're standing? Which one? Is he the one? Oh, he's the one to the right? Okay. He's, so no, he's the one in no. front of me. Okay, then no, I do move. Um, I should have enough room to move just to the left of Daedal... Or, I'm sorry, left of Rolderos. Um, I'm trying to turn my guy here. So, just to the left of him, where I have a clear shot. I know there's an enemy near me here, but I'm looking to make this clear shot. Okay. Because if I do... I don't have a bonus action, do I? No, I'll say, because if I do, I was going to probably just pull out this axe and hold it to the guy beside me, as Rolderos said earlier, and just say, N I wouldn't do that. Uh, okay, that's that's fine. So go ahead and, uh, and roll to hit. Roll. 14. Okay, that does hit. So now roll your damage. And then, for, and then one for damage. Sorry. One second. I always have to find these dumb dice. There we go. For damage is a five. Okay. You shoot him in the foot for five and... Uh, I like the creativity of sticking it to the ground, so we'll say that that does happen. Okay. Thank you. Alright. But now this guy... That dude's gotta be hobbled. He's gotta have, like, <laughs> nothing left. <laughs> Wait, were you, you were shooting the same guy that he hit, or the other guy? The same... I was shooting the same guy that same. he hit? Okay. I, I had the wrong one, so one second... All right, there we go. <laughs> he's gonna turn around. He's like, he screams in terror for his foot and he dies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I was gonna do the same guy that he hit, and then if that guy beside me started to make a move, just quickly pull out my axe, like my hand axe, and just say, no, "I wouldn't do that." Have uh, Have you guys seen? Um, God, is it is it Ace Ventura where uh, where yes. he he takes a spear to both legs? He's like, ah! <laughs> yes. ah! I feel like that's yeah. what he's doing with his face yeah. and his foot. Uh, <laughs> but he is still still up. He's not dead yet. So this guy is gonna run up on your left, Daedalus, um, and he swings with his short sword. But it does come up a little short. Ha! And then... <clears throat> this guy... Well, we're going to say that they're uh, sharing the same space there. He is also going to swing. This one does hit you, and that one is going to be for <laughs> one damage. Uh, 
I'll allow it. <laughs> He's lucky if I weren't such a classy, classy elf and, uh, you know, grew up in education, I would have just turned his way and spit at his feet. But alas, <laughs> I'm a better person than that, so I'm not gonna do it. De but I think about it. Depending on what Preston does, actually... Either way, I know exactly how I'm going to, since I'm going to go next, I know exactly how I'm going to end this. But go ahead, Preston. Shroot, you're up. Is it my turn? Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. It I should have said that. That's okay. Just making sure I don't want to step on your toes. Um, all right. I'm going to... I see kind of them grouping up over here on Daedalus. Uh, so I'm going to kind of swoop around the back area here. Come up behind this guy. Um, I'm assuming that they know I'm there. This building looks kind of run down. There probably is holes. They can probably see me move around. Okay, so I can't be stealthy. Uh, so I come up behind this guy. Got the flank. I definitely you know, have my bow staff out. Give him a good swing. A side swing. And then uh, after that, a bonus attack to give him another jab. All right, so let's right. roll for that first one. That's a natural 19. Okay. Then. That is 1d6. That's a 5 plus 3, so that's 8. Alright, and then the bonus attack. It's unarmed. Or it's a monk weapon, so I guess I could still use. No, it's unarmed strike. No. So it says unarmed strike when you use the attack action with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon can make an unarmed strike. Okay, I'm sorry. That just took me five more seconds to read that. <laughs> Natural five, and that is plus my dex to hit. I didn't want to press that button. So that would be 18 altogether to hit him with that. Jeez, okay, it does. Yeah, that's a one default. Where's my default? There you are. I don't want that one. I got a weird D4 that has like an indention on one of the sides. I try not to use that one. Time for a new D4. I have a new D4. I have two. That's a foe. Alright. Uh, plus another three. So that's uh, seven on top of the eight. So that's 15 altogether. Okay. Okay. Uh, he dies. He falls over dead. <laughs> oh shit! Can, okay. can we can we just by chance have knocked him out a little yeah. bit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one told me we're taking prisoners. Home. Hey, <laughs> no, it's all right. I got this. So, am I up next? God. Yes. Okay. So now you, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it, and then you tell me either a what I need to roll for it, b if it's gonna be possible, and I have to rethink it. So I'm gonna obviously I see this dude die. His body drops. So I quickly. <laughs> I quickly grab, grab our, uh, our our homeboy right here, and in my left hand, I start to charge Sacred Flame as I'm holding him, and I, to everybody, and I go, now this doesn't have to, we don't have to end it like this. I need two things from you guys. I need one, an apology for how you treated us, and two... <laughs> We're going to need some information. Otherwise, I'm going to send your friend here 
to a fiery end so that he can be with your buddy over there in the corner that my friend just cracked the hell out of. <laughs> the guy that you're holding says, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll tell you everything that you want to know. And then he hawks a big bloody loogie and spits it right in your face. Perfect. So then I take the I take the thing and I take the cigarette flame and I push it right to his chest. Uh, Call and you so you just you just immolated this dude in your hands. I guess yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So I need to. It looks like. Um. Outside. Do I need to roll to? No, I don't need to roll to hit him because it's so right. Um. For I I think I? so. For okay, okay. So then that's the d twenty, right? Yeah. Hit him. Perfect. Let's do that. That is a seventeen. Okay, that's good enough. Cool. So then, uh, for the damage is. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He wants to play. He wants to be tough, I just, I just love that you just, you just. So that I, yeah. So and I want to say that after, as I'm, as I'm hitting this, I go, I shrug my shoulders and go, deal. And then I slap the, the sacred flame right to his chest, uh, and, um. So then it's one d eight for damage, and then the plus four for spell attack. So let me roll that. So that's an. <laughs> That's an eight. <laughs> the plus four, so it's twelve. So Jake, whatever sort of extra this guy, this guy extra words you want to give to this, I'm so excited. Okay, so your uh, your scaly hand goes through his chest, and from that wound burning outwards, he just disintegrates and falls to ash. But but there's so some steam I, uh, because his oh. face was cold. <laughs> 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 so then uh, I look at Daedalus, and right before I, I motion to him to uh, to use his his silver tongue, I look at the go, once again, it does not have to go this way. Okay. He, uh, is there still somebody between us, or is that person... Uh, there's this guy and this guy. Okay, so... All right, roll draws. So this guy that you just said that to, in uh, one hand, has his drink. He actually throws that in your face, and then he pulls out his short, short sword and stabs you in the shoulder with it because he's on your side here, and that's actually going to hit you for six damage. Damn. You said yeah. it's me? Okay. So that is blood, phlegm, and now stale ale in your face <laughs> in two turns. Having a bad day. That's okay. Uh, which puts us to <coughs> Daedalus. Alright, well, since Sharut is behind, he, he's. Since <laughs> Sharut straight murked one man and is standing beside the other, I'm not concerned about the guy to my left. Um, the guy to your left is dead. Well, I have two guys to my left. There's this one. Oh, you see that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't worry about him. Um, I do quickly notch another arrow, and you know, think to myself like, 
I put an arrow through your foot. I just, all you had to do was stop, sir, and he didn't. So I knock this arrow and just shoot it right at the, I don't know if he's wearing armor, but if he is, I just shoot it right at that throat, um, just to end him. No, I killed that guy already. He's dead. Which two are in front of you? The one to your right, right? This one? This guy over yes. here is the uh -huh. one who just stabbed me. Right. That's who yeah. I'm shooting this right. at. Oh, okay. Yes, that's who I'm shooting. I, I, I was following along there. Yes, I, I figured. I figured. So go ahead and roll the hit. All right. Well, it it is only a solid eight for hit. Is so that is that with your with your dex bonus? Yeah, that was with my okay. dex bonus. So no, that is not hit. Oh, man. I look over at uh. I look over at Roll Dross as I miss that shot and say, hey, maybe do me a favor and just take like a couple steps to the left so that guy that's pinned to the ground can't get a free hit on you. No, the guy who's pinned to the ground is dead. I killed him. No, I shot the guy that you punched right at the beginning. Yeah, so that that's one who's dead. Guy. Is that too... Oh, I thought it was the one to the right no. here that you watched. No, you know, that's, okay. what, that's what I was okay, saying. Okay, that's why I was confused. That's why I was confused. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this guy here... Uh, he he's going for Sharoot. Mm-hmm. He's gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try and you succeed. Know. He rolls a natural twenty. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Uh, Taimura is not on my side. So let's see here. Look at Roldross and say, I vaguely remember him being cocky before we had to like half carry him out of that cave to get the perfect swing. Oh man. <laughs> so that yeah, that one's gonna hurt. That one hits you for twelve damage. Oh shoot. Fuck. Okay. Um alright. Which uh let's see here. I think that puts us to Sharoot, correct? Yes. Think so. Sharoot, your turn. Definitely gonna hit this guy back. As hard yeah, as I, I possibly too. can. Um, so definitely Q staff with the bonus action for unarmed. Okay. As a natural sixteen, if you want any more. Uh, no, that's fine. Good enough. Three plus was it four? Three. It's three plus three, so that's six. And then an unarmed strike on top of that to cry chop in the throat. <laughs> Natural fourteen plus three, so that's thirteen altogether. Okay. Wait, thirteen? No, I'm sorry, seventeen altogether. Okay, then yeah, that's all three and brain fart. It's late. I haven't had food. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I got that one. It is five all together. So that's five plus the six. Eleven. All right. This one is still standing. I figured. And then this guy's turn and roll draws. He's coming at you again. Wait, I thought he had to go after me. So, you're right. I, 
Yeah, I was gonna say. He should, I was thinking the same thing. He should. It should go him, roll Dross, then that guy, right. and then me. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, and also, so then, don't don't fucking yeah. question me again. <laughs> no, I'm, so, just, yeah, I'm I just kidding. I just I just wanted to know. I'm so sorry. Please don't make this come back and bite me in this Ooh. next turn. So anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, I want to save that. I don't want to use it right now. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna look over at this guy uh, who hit me. Uh, and I'm sort of very menacingly going to uh, stare at him. Uh, and charge up yet another sacred flame. Uh, and before I let it go, just ask again one more time. It does not have to be this way. All you have to do is just give us the information that we're asking for. And if this dude spits at me, I can't. I'm going to put it right in his. I just preemptively, I just want to let you know what I'm going for. This dude says anything sassy or otherwise. I don't even want to let him finish halfway through what he's going to do. And I'm just going to push it right at him. So let me just go ahead and roll really quick so we can figure out how you're going to describe the situation. 20. Okay, <laughs> so I hit him for sure. You said 20? The natural? Yeah, I rolled a 20. Okay. Okay. So he's like, if I, had a, if I had another drink, I'd throw that, and then you just fucking obliterate him with it. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. All right, now let's look for, uh, let's look for damage so, Actually, here. I'm sure it'd be something like, Oi, if I had another yeah. drink, I... And then you just... <laughs> then you just, like, fire. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that was an eight. And then plus four, so 12. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure he's he might still be standing, but... <laughs> he is, but barely. I mean, that, that did yeah. quite a number on him. Um, okay. So now it is his turn. Holy shit, he rolled a 20. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what you get for time. Dude, these, these baddies are just rolling the god rolls. Oh, I'm gonna have to use cure wounds after this for fucking sure. <laughs> and that's gonna hit for 10. At least me at one. Oh, oh no. You might want to be careful, pal. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Daedalus. I... I... I quickly just see what's going on. I run over to this guy. Um, as, ru as I'm running, I just go ahead and I pull out my axe. And I swing it directly at this guy's, like, face. Right, I know that you were just gonna heal me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that <laughs> depending on what my turn is. Okay, so be, that's a be thirteen. With your, your strength modifier this time. What with the hit, yeah. you mean? Okay, so that's thirteen. Um, so do a normal strength roll and then add no. the. Or I'm sorry, do a normal 
It's, no, it's whatever you, you just, just add rolled, your... add your strength modifier to it, and that's what your total roll is. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, strength, where are you? It's 12. It's actually a negative one. Okay, so, and that, that made the total one, I'm sorry. 12. 12, okay. Uh, he ducks it. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. <laughs> hear it you have one health all i wanted yeah, to do yeah that's why i was saying i wish you would have just used <laughs> you, your healing spell you that you said, just got and you, heal me look man i thought this was gonna go i'm gonna punch the biggest dude in here we're all gonna pull out our weapons and point them and say nobody move and have a nice little chat i did not know you were gonna punch this dude try and immolate him like the one beside and more and all he does is continue to spit shit I have in your every face. single turn i have tried <laughs> to stop these people from making the worst decision of their lives <laughs> Yet for some reason, not only is he almost dead, but so are you. Anyway, Whatever. I got a first. I swing turn. and I miss, and I just I quickly recover my stance and turn to face the ongoing battle. All right. This guy, Sharut, uh, he is coming at you again. Not as cocky as I once was at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and with that humbleness, he does miss. So it is your Yay. turn. Go at him again. Try to finish him off. How bad he does look? Is he bloodied or? Uh, you know he's he's panting pretty heavy. Yeesh. Right. <laughs> old bow staff and a little chop suey. <laughs> I think that's fifteen altogether. Yeah. Both staff. Okay, that hits. God. There's a five plus three, so that's eight. And then for the unarmed. Does a fourteen hit? Yes. Oh, thank you, Christ. Wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, 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 you're good, you're okay. good. Got my, sweat, I got my numbers mixed. Let me sweat it. Is, yeah, a four and a four, so that's seven on top of that. So, yeah, that's a good old 15 altogether. And, uh, and that's what we in the DMs business call a dead red brand. Hell yeah. Good. So, before it moves over to Christian's turn, Rural Dross's turn here... I quickly yell at the guy beside him, trying to gain his attention, and say, all we wanted were a few questions. If you don't answer them, you know what's going to happen. Why you guys keep trying? And rolled Ross and just nod my head. And so I want to, so uh, I want to push forward. Um, I have my mace out, and I want to get ready to swing. And then I just say, last chance, all you have to do is answer our questions. And let me roll. Nineteen. So he is trying to run away. No, he does not. <laughs> I'd say the best he probably does kind of limp quite a lot. Stumble around on his 
Yeah, since I rolled a 19, I feel like I'm going to hit him. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so real quick, because of where your HP is, just roll your d20 for me. Oh, sure, okay. Eighteen. Alright. Go ahead, continue. Okay. Oh, is it like for a movement yeah, thing? Yeah, just a fun little me thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you go to chase and you fall over right. flat in the mud, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, I run up behind him, swing the mace, and I say, wrong choice. Alright, roll for your damage. And... I think it's 1d8 for damage, so let's see. Please, God. <laughs> if I die here, it's going to be a lonely show for the rest of this episode, for the rest of these episodes. Okay, that's a six. You fell the bastard. Thank God. Okay, so then I'm going to look at the party here. And I'm going to use one of my... I mean, immediately, I want to use one of my spells. So I want to use Cure Wounds. And right as I'm about to do it, I asked Shroot if he would mind parting with his health potion that we picked up. Yes, you can have my health potion. Wait, 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 wait. Before you do that, Shroot, how is your HP? <coughs> I'm at a five. Oh. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, why don't you keep that? So here's the thing. I have... I believe I have a potion of healing as well, um, but okay, I also I have mine. I also have the healing word spell. Yeah, but you um, only get so many uses of that. Yeah, I do. I'll go ahead and toss you the healing potion. Appreciate it. Sure. Okay, so I'm gonna use. To I'm gonna use cure wounds, and unfortunately, Jake, I don't remember what I have to do for that. Okay, so. Uh... That is going to be a, a person that you touch um, will regain hit points uh, equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, cool. Sweet. Oh, all right. So let me roll a d8 again. All right, five and then plus four, so nine. Okay. So that takes me up to 10. Thank God. And then I guess, what is it for the health potion? The health, yeah, the health potion is 2d4 plus 2. Oh boy. Okay. Find the old d4 here. Four, two, and then what was it plus after that? Yep. Plus two? Plus two. All right, so eight. All right, so that takes me up to 17 again. Woo! Um, so two as, two as we're going to heal up there, can I ask a quick question? Throughout our, throughout our kerfuffle, for lack of a better term here, did I notice any... Um, rustling around inside of the tavern or inside of the tap house where there may have been a couple more people. No. Okay. 
Well, just in case, um, I think we should walk inside just to double check. And should we search as we, these people? Well, I say we can. I was say, as we do, I'm just gonna go ahead and peel off one of these, uh, one of these dudes' red coats or whatever little uh, thing they're wearing that shows that you know they're all the red brand. I'm just gonna grab one of these and hold it in my hand because just to foreshadow here, if there's anybody in this tavern, I'm gonna throw open this door and throw it on the ground and say we only want questions. Oh, I thought you were gonna do like a pocket sand thing where you throw it at their face as a distraction. <laughs> no! Diversion! If there's, any, if there's anyone in there, I'm just yeah. gonna toss it on the ground and say we only want questions. So I do take off something, but um, yeah, we can, we can see if these guys have anything good while we're at it. Uh, Alright, um, I'll let each of you loot one of the ruffians if you so please um, I'm gonna okay. loot my first guy I'm choosing to loot him because he pissed me off the most the, the one, one that's, that's in ashes just a pile of ash on the ground yeah I'm just sort of gonna sift through it yeah <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay so we'll have everybody roll a d12 for this looting Okay. I'm gonna walk over and uh, I'm just gonna tell you I'm gonna walk over where Roldross was and loot the big dude that refused to go down. Okay. Ten. I like the D12. I think gives me. Oh, there we go. Decent yeah. rolls. I was Let's like looking rolling for that I, one. I, I haven't rolled this one before, and so we'll see if it's as hot as some of the other ones. Okay. So. <laughs> what did you get a twelve? I rolled nice. a twelve, and I it. But I want to ask before I did it. So it like rolled off my mouse pad where they all, and then sort of bumped into my computer desk, and then it, that's where it stayed on the twelve Fine. or the computer case, I should say. I just want to ask the group because there was a little outside object here. Would everybody feel more comfortable if I rerolled it? Nah, I think that's fine. The, 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 no. Given the circumstances, Sweet. that one's safe. Okay. Uh, given the fact that all you have to do is look down and put my hands around like, in a pile yeah, of if this, ash. If this yeah. were a boss fight and that were a twenty, that might be a different situation. <laughs> okay, got it. All right. Okay, so real quick, let's do Alex first. Uh, you find a wooden box with uh, random coins in it. So now we're gonna do some rolls for those coins. So if you will roll two d six real quick. Okay. Six. Six? Yep. And five. Six and five. Okay. Um, We've rolled so many other dice that when you said a d6, I, my brain had to stop and go, which one's the God, six? Dude, I, I feel you. It's like, oh, it's the normal one. Okay, so... That's 11 gold, and then I'll have you roll 3d8. Roll draws, I assume that you are uh, keeping track of the gold on the sheet. That was 11 gold. It was 11? No, I'll add it right now, yeah. though. 5? Uh, 3d8. Oh, you said 5. Okay, yep, yep. 3, yep. yeah, 5, 3, and 5. 5, 3, 5. Okay, so 13 silver. Okay. And then finally, four d twelve. Bless you. Thank you. Eight. Nine. <laughs> Ten. 
That's more like it. Three. Eight, nine, ten, three. Okay, that's, so that's 30 copper. All right. All right. Now, Christian, you rolled at 12, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. You're rummaging around and... Uh, Okay, you're rummaging around and you feel you feel a prick on your finger. Uh, oh man! So, so if you would, you now have vampire disease. I know. I'm literally have, yeah. So I now need you to roll a Constitution save. What do I roll the for D20. that? The D20 got it. And then any Constitution modifier you can add to that. Oh, okay, cool. I'll have to look at that. Okay. Plus one. Nineteen. Okay. Very constitutional of you. So you just take one damage from the prick. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy is and the then, gift that keeps on giving. And then, as you've kicked around the ash... You start to walk away, and you notice that it's somehow in the shape of a middle finger on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shroot, will you be... I, I spit on the uh, on the ash part of the little remains. Shroot, will you be looting? I'll definitely take a look at this guy who hit me pretty hard. All right, D12, sir. I rolled a one. He springs back to life and slaps you across the face. Uh, you find a steel lock, but there is no key. Cool. It, Look, some, sometimes you, you get so coins. Just, so just a lock. Sometimes you yeah. get a lock. <laughs> other times you get a paper cut yes. for no reason. That's true, dude. This guy could have been using something intravenously. We should probably go to the medic to I make know. sure that you don't. You now have Hep C. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you got your tetanus. <sighs> All right, so amazing. So I, I then do what I said. I, you know, as I was looting the big guy over here and getting the money, I went ahead and took off like his armband or his, you know, whatever he's wearing red there that denotes who he is. And uh, I walk over to the door of this place and I just swing it open to see if there's anybody in there. So it is just uh, a sorely female dwarf that is behind the, the tap house counter. And that, that's the only other creature in the place. Okay. I, to I do what I said. I toss that thing on the ground and say, all we need are the answers to some simple questions. Clearly annoyed at the unnecessary loss of life that they brought about themselves. She's like, look, man, I I just run this place. They just chose this place as their hangout. I don't know anything. I just gave them drinks. Because if I don't, they'll burn this place to the ground. Well, you have to hear them talking. So what have they been talking about while they're in here? Just how much they, you know, get off of certain people or businesses or whatever right. well where if they're not here where are they uh they they only refer to it as the hideout 
Okay. Well, I look over and say, clearly she's no help unless you uh, you guys have any other questions. Sharut, I know you mentioned that there could be another way. We know how to get to the hideout. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, I don't know if... if if this is gonna like, if we'll pause here and then you know pick it up next time, but uh, it was my last action uh, for the the three bodies that are still left. Uh, I just want to sort of arrange them uh, on the on the steps to this building, and then I want to scribble a note uh, that says "Get fucked, Red Brands," <laughs> and then I mean, and then I sign this, my name, and I well, we can walk away this, towards this, the this farm. This poor dwarf, I think, is trying to run a decent establishment, and has been brought down. Do we? Yeah, need you know, to, uh, yeah, you know, I, you're right. I, I don't want to do the stairs. I want to do like just the middle of the road so that people will see it. Make make the city clean it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds great, Goodness. and uh, wow. yeah, I think that is a superb stopping point for tonight. Not bad. Yeah, so we'll pick, uh, and we pick up next. We will be heading towards the farm and seeing uh, what we can do about this hideout. Yeah, and and hopefully the people in the hideout take our uh, take our requests a little bit more seriously next time. We didn't really want to kill anybody. We just needed some answers. <laughs> you know what's, what's annoying? This is so that now the now the things over. What's annoying here is I just had that guy not rolled that saving throw, and I had actually gotten the damage off like that full one. Based off what I what I'm calculating here, I think I would have just like the first guy I used that breath attack on. I feel like I would have just completely iced his ass, and we could have probably had a much different discussion. But I don't know because you know, like I also the next turn turn that dude into a pile of ash, and the rest of his friends still wanted to be all lippy. So, so well, my my plan if if I had if you would have killed that one guy versus just like trading blows back and forth there at the end. I was going to turn around to the guy between uh, Shroot and myself and just bonk him with the flat side of my axe and knock him out. Maybe we could have taken him in the bar and questioned him, but... Well, look, you man, know... You missed, and they all had to die, and that's... Yeah, that's, you know what? The hey, now, that I've, now, that I've, now that I'm thinking on it, uh, there we definitely could have had an opportunity to try to knock some people out, and we just kept going for death strikes. <laughs> all, all of us did. You went for a shot to the throat, Preston swinging that staff and just causing Murder, internal hemorrhaging. Yeah, also, he punctured multiple lungs. Yeah, also, uh, Preston saying that, like, I swing with my full might. Why don't, why don't we swing with our full might every time we try and hit people in the, <laughs> the face? The dice makes the decision, Alex. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that you were dealing with drunk people. So that so, was my yeah. me next thing is like I couldn't get like a word in, so I would just say like these guys are drunk bandits. They don't give a fuck. Like right. maybe you get one that's like not as hammered and is more scared of us, but these are wasted. Well, I figured even if you're drunk, I still feel like no. seeing your buddy all of a sudden get grabbed and turned to an icicle is they like they barely noticed. They're too drunk. I'm actually yeah, like, but to be to, to to Christian's point here, look, man. I'm just saying, if I'm minding my own business, and my dude just gets punched in the face, and then immediately pinned to the ground with an arrow to the foot, I'm I'm probably taking just one quick second, like sober step, and going, oh, they 
they mean some business. Yeah. Let's, you guys also have to think you know. that this is all happening, like, real time. So, I, I think Pretty it fast. was fight or flight, and since they're drunk, it was fight. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So. All right, well. People, people gotta die. Hey, look, we tried to be civil. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Um, okay, so next time, we're gonna make our way uh, toward the... <laughs> toward the farm. I promise I'll do better about a quick recap for the audience next time. I'll, I'll write something fun again for us. Um, and yeah, hopefully I can continue. I had better rolls tonight. Yeah, yeah, Alex, if you want to, you can actually just, if you want to record one on the side, I can do that as a cold open. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Can we get some, can we, we'll talk about yeah, this we'll later. Can we get some custom music? Oh, yeah. Can anyone play an ocarina? I have a kalimba. Mm, yeah, no? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that has been another episode of The Testing Room and Dungeons and Dragons, part three. Um, of course, we have Jake joining us, as always. You can hear Jake on Two Worlds Pod, um, and... You know, it's a great podcast. Give it a listen. They have some fun takes about the latest Marvel movies. Which, by the way, side note, we don't have to dive into this, but I did see Doctor Strange this uh. past weekend, finally. And I, too, really enjoyed it. It was very, very more, a lot more than what I thought Marvel would yep. allow on it's screen. It. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Preston, you know what to do. Hit it. Hashtag spiritual squad. This has been the testing room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at Rafe Pet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.